all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Maybe I'll do a whole video on why I think Paul is not trustworthy and kind of deep dive into Paul because it is a fascinating subject. He is a very mysterious character of the Bible to me. Um, and so I have a lot of thoughts on him. But what I want Hmm. Something you said true. Mysterious. Mysterious. Why is Paul mysterious to her? I wonder why. Is it because his doctrine and his teaching is different? What, why is Paul mysterious? Mysterious. Mystery. Mysterion. The Greek word mysterion. Amazing that you said mysterious because Paul's letter is a mystery. It's a secret. It was hidden. Could that be the reason because it's not familiar or it's different than the Gospels? Is that the reason you call it mysterious? Because I don't see nothing mysterious Paul does or teaches besides his doctrine is not the same as Jesus' earthly ministry. Could that be what you mean mysterious? Because it is a mystery hidden that he teaches. Hmm. What I want to do now is I want to look over the contradictions between his teachings and Jesus'. There are a lot of contradictions between their teachings. I want to hear there this. There are also a lot of contradictions between their own teachings, right? So Paul contradicts himself. We see Jesus contradicting himself when he says to love others and to just love people. But then he says you have to hate your whole family to follow him. So, so she said. A lot of discrepancies between. She said now that Jesus and Paul contradicting themselves. <laughs> oh my God, it's getting worse and worse. Oh, this is so sad. Y'all want to hear some more? I really don't. Because she's embarrassing herself. I'm sure she, I'm, I'm surprised she didn't get a lot of hits. Because her bad interpretation of scripture, she don't know scripture. She's not a Christian or she was, she's not, she never was. She, this is a personal thing. And like I said, I believe, and I'm probably right, she got led astray by some type of false teaching. I really believe that's what happened. Okay, that's that's my opinion. It's not a fact, but I will find out, I believe. And if I don't, no big deal, but I'm not going to play the, play the rest of the uh, 12 minutes of this. I just want to give you a taste. So I want to hear a few of her contradictions, even though I know it's garbage and with her lack of knowledge, I don't need to even go no further. So let me hurt my ears a little bit more. Between their own teachings. So it's kind of, it's hard to say that they contradict one another when they also contradict themselves. But I do want to kind of look at some of the teachings of Jesus, some of the teachings of Paul, and let's let's put them together and let's see if they could even be compatible with one another. Starting in Matthew 23, 8 through 10, Jesus says, You are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher and you are all brothers. Do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor the Messiah. So I think it's pretty clear that Jesus is telling his disciples that they are not teachers. They are not instructors. They are not to prop themselves up to be in that position of authority over other people teaching them things. Uh, to me, that's pretty clear here. But mm, oh, really? seven, Paul says, for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. Says a person who is not lying. 
and a true and faithful teacher. Of Did you catch that little one? Many. I, I, <laughs> wow. Wow. Blitz. Blitz. Ignorance is a blitz. Let me read this. First Timothy 2 and 7. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald. And for let, first, let me go back when she said Jesus is telling them they can't be teachers. And that's not wrong. Peter and them had to teach the uh, the ones that was following them. They, that's the only way the ones that was following them was going to learn. They was the teachers because they was the apostles. They had to be followed. They was the example of the young, the people that was following them. Stephen and all the other disciples under the way was following them. How did they know about the word of God and, and stretch it? They had to learn. Peter and them taught them quite a bit of stuff. So Jesus wasn't saying that in her first court of Matthew. Uh, error. Now, this is 1 Timothy 2 and 7. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. Appointed means what? I was called this. Not self-appointed. I was called to do this. Okay. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. That's when she made this smirk. Almost saying a liar saying he's not lying. In other words, she's saying, why would Paul have to say uh, I am not lying if he was not lying. Cause in other words, her de she's saying a person that says there has to be lying when they say they are not lying. Now, let's let's go back. Now, let me go. Let me give you an example of a person that's somewhat probably lying. When a person is trying to explain something or tell you something that happened. And he just said, well, I'm not lying. Don't look at me like that. I'm not lying. I'm really telling you the truth. He either saying it or you're giving him a certain look or he's trying to convince himself uh, that he's not lying, even though he is lying. Yes, you got people that do that. She's putting that on Paul, seems like. Now, I don't want to misrepresent what she's saying, but that's what she's leading towards. Now, Paul said, I am not lying because he's teaching a different gospel. He had to try to let them know that why he's going to the Gentiles and the gospel that he is preaching. It's not the same as Peter's new gospel. So evidently somebody was saying Paul was a false teacher. They was doing that then just like she was. People was calling Paul a liar. They was calling him a false teacher. So he just had to let them know. I'm not lying what I'm telling you. He said that also in the book of Galatians. I'm telling you the truth because people felt that he was lying because why? It was not the same gospel. He was preaching some and teaching some different contrary to the law and the circumcision. So they called him a liar and phony false teacher and stuff then just like she's doing. You see, he didn't just up and say I was lying just to be saying he was accused of that. So he had to let them know this is not a lie what I'm telling you. I know you might believe it is, but this is not a lie. That's all this that's all what's going on here, okay? He got Paul always had to defend himself. Go to the Corinthians. He had to defend that he was really apostle. They only believed Peter and there was. He had to keep defending himself because they thought he was false. They thought he was lying, making up stuff. So several times Paul had to say, I am not lying. I am a true faithful teacher of the Gentiles. God called me to go to the Gentiles. Jesus called me to go to the Gentiles. I'm not lying about this. Why did they think it was lying? Because, you know, they, they was called to go to the Jews and then, you know, out to the Gentiles. They was never told this. So because they was never Ever told that why they're going to believe somebody was something contrary to the law and circumcision and teaching and everything so they called him a liar he had to defend himself to convince them that he's not a liar he was called by Jesus to go to the Gentiles that's all this is all about 
Duh. <laughs> oh boy, let me continue. Of the Gentiles. So right there, he's calling himself a teacher. He very much considers him a himself a teacher, that he spends his letters teaching people how to be Christian. And so it's so interesting to me that Jesus is... Error. Paul never taught, te taught people to be Christians. Error. See, 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 that's you, your interpretation of man traditional titles. Paul never invented the name Christian. Christian was called in the day of Antioch. They called them Christians, which means Christ follower, that was not ordained, ordained by Jesus or Paul. Paul never taught the, the, uh, his followers in the body of Christ to be Christians. That was just a bad name they called them. See, come on. And it's a lot of people believe that. See how she stuck on Christians? See, Christians just mean Christ-like. It started in Acts. I mean, Antioch. Right in, in Antioch in Acts 11. Another error. See, you're using them as a straw man. You add and you reading into of traditional man-made belief. It's not biblical what you're saying. I don't know why I'm even going this far because she's doing pretty bad. Paul never taught. Paul is a teacher. Paul's doctrine all through his 13 letters. He is teaching. Do you understand what teaching is? I don't think she do. Because <laughs> Paul's teaching is all through the uh, his 13 letters. Peter taught in First and Second Peter. James taught in the book of James. John taught five books. He's teaching. Do you understand what teaching is? I don't think she does. Man, that's sad. Jesus is very specifically says, you are not a teacher. You are not an instructor. You were to be a humble servant. <laughs> that is your ministry. And then Paul comes on scene immediately and he starts teaching. He starts building churches and teaching them on how to be and giving them rules for how to live. Jesus didn't say to do that. And he didn't say, hey, I'm going to send someone after my death to come along and be your teacher. He didn't say that. He didn't prophesy Paul at all. I would be more convinced that Paul was who he said he was if Jesus had prophesied that Paul was going to come on scene, but he never did. Jesus never said anything about Paul. Oh, she's bad. <sighs> I, I, I'm going to stop there because this is pretty bad. I never see nobody be this bad when they rebuking Paul or even be this bad. So unscripturally, if I could say it, challenged. It's really sad because I'm looking at her face and I'm looking at her eyes and she just seems like she don't even believe what she's saying. She's thinking, she's grasping. It's her feelings. It's her interpretation. And whoever told her, she's not doing a great job. <laughs> she's not doing a good job. Jesus never said that. He only way I would believe uh, uh, Paul was doing what he's doing if Jesus prophesied and said that Paul was uh, a lady. The prophetic prophecy is a kingdom program. See, the body of Christ is not in prophecy. Well, I know she don't know that. The body of Christ was never prophesied, period. Therefore, Paul was never prophesied because mystery, hidden message, okay? Romans 16 and 25. This was a hidden message only revealed to Paul. No one else knew about that. Jesus never revealed it in his earthly ministry. He never prophesied about Paul because it wasn't in prophecy. It was a hidden message in God. That's what's called a mystery. The body of Christ program, the church today, is a mystery program, not a prophecy or prophesied program. Paul was not prophesied. 
Paul's program is mystery, hidden message. Hidden message. She will never know that because she don't read Paul or she has a very bad lack of understanding or no understanding what I see of the mystery program. There's many like that. You see how you can misinterpret the word of God? Will you keep Jesus and the red letters and the four gospels? Jesus didn't say that. How much do she know who is Jesus is? She only seems to me only know the Jesus earthly ministry in the red letters. That yourself, young lady, you are belittled in Jesus. You are limited. You believe in a limited Jesus. See, that's one of your big problems. She and others like her or whoever taught her believe in a limited Jesus. They don't know Jesus is all through the Bible. They don't know that I am Jesus. Why did he say I am? Why did he say me and God is one? See, she believes in only, to me, it sounds like the red letter Jesus. That's why she's tearing up everything. Her lack of understanding between the kingdom and grace program as well. The difference, she's her lack of understanding and knowledge of knowing the difference between prophecy and mystery, like most of the traditional denominational churches. See, Jesus didn't tell you that. It sounds like a little kid. Jesus didn't tell you to say that. Doesn't even know that Jesus is the one talking through Paul, through the Holy Spirit. These are the words of Jesus talking through Paul. And, and unless Paul says this is just what I'm speaking about and this is not a word or a commandment from the Lord and Paul used examples where he let us know when he's not when Jesus is not saying to do this Paul lets us know in his word this is just what his opinion and what he think you should do let me get that out there okay so if you waiting if you was looking for Jesus because Jesus never prophesied Paul where do you get that from Lack of prophecy and mystery. I'm not going to go any further on this young lady. If you want to hear more, I'll send it to you. It's called Seven Times Paul Contradicted Jesus. But she also said Jesus contradicted himself and Paul contradicted because both of them contradict themselves. And so she's going to blame them on the contradiction. No, you contradicting what they're saying because of your lack of context and contextual understanding of the word of God. It's you, sister. It's not Paul and it's not Jesus. It's you of your lack of understanding the word of God. So sad. I'm going to talk. I'm going to let you listen to someone else because I cannot stomach this anymore, you all. And then I'm going to let you know how serious it is when people teach this first doctrine. Because if you're teaching false doctrine, you are creating a false doctrine follower. You see what I'm saying? This what happens. Just imagine she had her own followers, and she do. That's just as airheaded as her when it comes to the word of God. Until next time, peace out. Body of Christ, real talk. Pray for her, guys. She needs to be saved. She needs to be saved. I kind of feel sorry for her. I really do. She needs to be saved. And in her eyes, I think she's just trying to make herself believe. She knows a bunch of junk. God bless you. Love y'all. Till next time. Peace out. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Ta- Body of Christ, Real Talk for today. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.